Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. If you're anything like me, your health is very important to you. I know you listen to the show for tips to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Well, I have some great news for you. James Miller Lifeology has partnered with BioOptimizers Nutrition. As an avid nutrition and exercise enthusiast, I thought I knew a lot. But after taking a 12-week health course BioOptimizers offers and implementing their supplements, I noticed a huge difference in my energy and my digestive tract. Since you're a listener of Lifeology Radio, BioOptimizers is offering you the same 12-week course absolutely free. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements to take this free course. Here is a sample of what you'd learn. How to get 70% more energy in 30 seconds or less. The ultimate key to high performance, health, and longevity. How to turn the tide against uncontrollable food cravings. How to select the most powerful supplements for you. How to stay lean and trim without sacrifice. The simplest and fastest way to detoxification and great skin. And much, much more. To get access to this awesome health course, simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements and sign up today. Once again, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash supplements or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to help you support the people around you. I'll also be interviewing licensed psychotherapist Sylvia Bischoff, who discusses her amazing nonprofit organization, Phoenix is Rising. This year-long program was specifically created to help all veterans who suffer with PTSD. It gives them the tools and techniques they need to reintegrate into society and to give them hope for their future. For more information about Sylvia and this amazing program, please visit phoenixisrising.org. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. Supporting the people around you. In this day and age, we're all incredibly busy. If you walk down the street, you'll see many people on their phones. They're either talking on their phone or they're engaged in some type of activity, which causes them not to really be aware of their surroundings. I've seen a few Facebook videos where people are so immersed in their phone that they walk into a fountain or they walk into a pool. And the reality is we all could do that at any time because we're not aware of our surroundings. When we look at this in a day-to-day basis, how many opportunities are missed? I've spoke before about opportunities are everywhere, but if we don't look for them, we're not going to find them. In the same context, the ability to support the people around us is always there. Support can come in many different forms, from a simple smile, to asking people how they're doing, or to sit and have coffee with someone. There are many ways in which we can support the people around us, but why don't we? In conversations, we often will say, well, how are you doing? But we really want to hear, are you good or bad? Don't really waste my time because I have too many things I need to do. And yes, there's a time and place to have conversations, but it is important to make time to interact with the people around us. We have no idea what's happening in each person's private life. 
We all can change the environment in which we're in. If you randomly say hi to someone, you have no idea how that simple smile or that simple word could influence the decisions they make. Conversely, you can yell at somebody who cuts you off in traffic, which then influences them to make other decisions as well. With the people who are in your life, how often do you interact with them? How often do you simply stop and say, I'm going to give them a call. I miss them. Usually it's just a one or two sentence conversation and we go about our day. I really want to get the point across today that supporting people does not have to be this huge lifelong endeavor. For some people, that's what they do and that's wonderful. But for some of us, when we're aware of our comportments, or in other words, our behaviors of how we interact with the people around us and how often and genuine we are when we interact with them, that literally can change their life. There are so many lonely people out there today. Many people don't have families. Many people are heartbroken. Many people are in such despair that your simple conversation, your thoughtful gesture can go a long way. We're going to hear an amazing interview with Sylvia Bischoff who discusses her program, Phoenix is Rising. This amazing program really helps veterans reintegrate into society. You're going to hear some staggering statistics of attempted suicide rates. And it really broke my heart to hear that. But when we think of this from a global standpoint, there are so many people who are lonely, who are brokenhearted, who don't have much hope. Let us be those people who support them. Let us be those who can instill hope in the strangers around us or even their friends and family who are in our life. But it only starts when you make time for them. Yes, we're all busy, but we're not busy enough to simply pick up the phone or to send an email to say, I was thinking of you. I hope you have a wonderful day. My challenge for you today is throughout your day, make it a point to interact with the people around you, make eye contact, thank the people with whom you interact, and be truly genuine in all of your conversations. We have a wonderful opportunity to support the people around us. Make sure that's on your agenda today. Did you know I have a YouTube channel? That's actually how Lifeology started. I have well over 155 episodes that I've created specifically for you. I do know that many people struggle with listening to a full 30-minute show. So these episodes are about three minutes long. Each episode will give you a practical tool or technique that you can practice daily to help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Simply go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com, or go to YouTube and search for my name, James Miller Lifeology. My guest today is Sylvia Bischoff, a licensed psychotherapist who is the founder and executive director of Phoenix is Rising, a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping veterans with PTSD find the treatment they need as they re-enter into society. Welcome to my show, Sylvia. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining with us. I always love these stories. My listeners don't yet know this, but you and I randomly met, even though we know there's no such thing as coincidences. You and I randomly met a couple of weeks ago um, and one of our friends mutually introduced us. So it was really neat when I heard your story and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to have you on my show. So thank you for joining with us. Yes, thank you for having me. So unexpectedly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, it was very unexpected. Now you are also a licensed psychotherapist. So it's kind of good to talk shop with a person who's in the similar field, but you've done so many amazing things. I know you, you started out as a massage therapist and then from there you went on to become, get your, your, your master's and you were part of a, a really successful practice here in the Palm Beach area. Give us a little bit of your origin story. So you're not originally from the United States. Uh, no, I am from Germany and I came at the ripe age or not <laughs> um, of 19 years old with my best friend. And the idea was to travel around for six months. And basically, it's been a very long year. Because <laughs> I, I have never moved back. So, um, yes, that was the uh, origin. Uh, I started out in my 20s um, living in New York. Um, I've done some modeling. Uh, went to California and then back to Florida and started actually out in PR, which oh, was, really? uh, oh, know, I had, yes, uh, yes, I had a, um, a degree in communications, public relations. And um, 
did a sort of 180 after a while. Um, really, the, I mean, the PR really was in my blood, but I had just this really bad boss. And mm. I went and wanted to become a massage therapist. Uh, so it really did a 180 there. <laughs> yes, um, you really did. And, <laughs> yes, I did. And um, when I was doing, you know, I had my own practice. I worked with a lot of, uh, you know, I worked with lymph and a lot of lymph related, a lot of oncology. Mm-hmm. I realized very quickly when you have... Um, uh, when you have chronic pain and it, th- there is a mental side to that sure. and nobody wants to hear it after a while because you don't see it like a mm-hmm. cast or so. So um, after a while, so I did that for a couple of years and then I realized I really, because I was bound by my license as a massage therapist and I couldn't counsel, mm-hmm. it was just more my hands, I really wanted to go back and that's how I came to do my master's in psychology. And the the, the connection between mind and body really started you know, happening for me there, that the one you cannot... Um, omit the one by, you know, treating the other. Yes, so exactly. From that, a holistic approach, that's one of the most important things. If we only, like you said, if we only treat one part of it and not the other, unfortunately, we haven't treated the root of it, the foundational piece. Yes. Uh, so then I set up um, a private practice in a, um, a donation-based yoga studio in Jupiter. And that was really wonderful. Um, and at the beginning, it wasn't really, you know, planned so much, but we had acupuncture and meditation and um, and yoga classes, obviously, and all kinds of self-improvement um, and spiritual workshops. And a lot of my clients uh, said, you know, do you think I should take this? And I said, well, you know, just because I'm here or I'm doing yoga, but maybe try it. And we realized all the practitioners in the Healing Arts Center that it really worked mm. very, very oh, well so together. Yes. That so is that neat. Was, yeah, that was really neat. And then um, for some reason, I um, I pursued um, a lot of modalities that led themselves to treat trauma. So even MDR. I became certified. Um, I'm a licensed clinical uh, hypnotherapist. And I started realizing sort of shifting to the trauma niche um, and, and, and working a lot with um, child abuse, sexual abuse, um, etc. Wow. I mean, that, that's, that's so impressive. I mean, obviously to go from PR to a massage therapist and to then become a licensed psychotherapist and all the different modalities. My listeners may not know what EMDR is. It's um, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. It's a form of using both sides of your brains at one time to kind of access some of the trauma that one experienced. So if you're not aware of what that is, definitely look into it. So it's a wonderful modality, which has helped many people who have trauma. Now, switching to your, your organization, Phoenix is Rising, tell us more about that because you happened to stumble across an article which really revolutionized or changed your life. Yes. Um, I had a, uh, yes, I read an article in the New York Times um, mm-hmm. about the a specific Marine platoon and the high suicide rate. Um, and I talked about it to a friend who was also very, you know, interested uh, at that time in anything regarding um, suicide and, and suicide rates. There was some family, you know, history there. Sure. And we both sort of, you know, bounced back of each other. And I, and I, and we thought, you know, we have to do something about this. I was always under the impression that a lot of the um, uh, dealing with veterans or, you know, transitioning veterans was taken care of by the state. Mm-hmm. And while it is to a big, you know, to, to, to a certain aspect from the VA, um, uh, there was sort of a lack, you know, there was a gap there that wasn't be really being addressed. And coincidentally, I mean, there is no coincidence, while I was mm-hmm. thinking about doing something about this, um, a good friend of mine sent me um, a buddy of his who was a veteran. And he says, you have to, you know, you, you, can you see my friend? He's a veteran. So my first veteran, um, he was a Marine sniper and oh, wow. had been, yes, had been, um, had been dropped in a, in a drill accident um, 
you know, overseas and had broken out of a helicopter, you know, uh, and had broken everything like oh his fibula, his 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 back, his spine. And after nine months, um, he had to medically retire. And that wasn't really it. So so think about this best, you know, he was in the best shape of his mm-hmm, life. He was mm-hmm. over there. Um, his body was really his identity, um, too. And he so not only couldn't he do this when he went to the local VA um, the, and was being rated, you know, he had like the doctors told him he had a spine like an 80 year old. But there's a rating system in the VA and they and, and you know, somebody said, no, 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 no. You had spinal stenosis. Um, this didn't happen in what? the accident. And the rate. Yes. Oh and the rating gosh. system has to do, yes, has to do with um, also how much you're being compensated. So here's this, you know, hunk of a man um, with an 80 year old spine. The Marine Corps was saying, no, you know, this um, this didn't you know, this didn't happen in, re- in reference to the accident. Oh, his gosh. wife left his wife left him. And all of a sudden he was living off twelve hundred dollars. And that's where he began drinking. And um, so we, you know, as, as I said, so while I was trying to do this stuff, I was listening more to him. And he said, you know, I'd rather be back over there because at least I had my team. I had my tribe. Wow. And that really shocked me when people want to go to a war zone mm-hmm. and not be in America where there is peace, but, you know, where there is a lack of community um, and, and sort of having your tribe. So I sprung into action and I came up with a, um, with the idea of putting um, a team together and, and, and trying this out, you know, getting mm-hmm. together a cohort of eight um, of eight uh, people. And I had worked in addiction before. So putting a, a structured curriculum together, you know, was not a problem. And what my idea was when I, I, I researched a little bit what kind of retreats were out there and, and my, you know, client really helped me. He says, you know, I go to a lot of retreats for veterans, but they're all leisure based. And he goes, and it's uh, great to go, sure. to go yoga or wildwater rafting or, you know, or, mm-hmm. or, or doing a client therapy. But he goes, when we come back, I'm still with those same thoughts. Yes. Sometimes it's even worse because he had the community of the veterans and then now oh, they were gone yes. and out of his life. So, yeah. So I thought, well, I'm not going to do um, something like that. Yes, we have some aspects of leisure in there, but I wanted it to be more mental health focused and with a strong um, focus on community and with aftercare. Because as we know, trauma is unique. Yes. So people That's always ask me, why do you have so many modalities? So we have yoga, we have meditation, we use acupuncture, um, we use the EMDR individual ses- sessions, we use journaling and, and, and so much more. It's because trauma is unique. And mm-hmm. if I can offer um, different modalities and have, you know, one of the uh, each participant resonate with one of the modalities, then my goal is accomplished because not everybody is going to go for exactly. the yoga or for, you know, uh, uh, other stuff. So I thought, you know, offering as much, not as much as possible, but offering several modalities would be helpful Mm -hmm. to catch sort of everybody in that eight-man cohort. Especially after they leave there, like you said, the whole aspect of it, of wanting to make sure that they have something uh, for the aftercare, because as wonderful as a VA hospital is, unfortunately, they're understaffed and a lot of the treatment modalities that they have are a little bit archaic. So to be able to have something that each person can have, uh, you know, in other words, if they, if they latch on to journaling or latch on to yoga or latch on to meditation or Tai Chi, all these different things are so important. So it is so right. good to give them something so that they have the specific tools they need when they do feel like there's no one out there for them. I was reading something right. here. About, mm-hmm. um, it looks like for every soldier lost in combat, there's more than three individ- three soldiers will attempt to kill themselves. Is that true? Yes. 
So it's right now. It's uh, tw- every day. Twenty veterans um, try to um, try to kill themselves. Oh so that that is happening. Yes, that is happening back here. Um, uh, when I started this process, it was twenty two. So um, you know, it's down. But we are uh, we are we have a lot more work to do. And mm-hmm. I, I was just part of the. Um, uh, last week, I visited a um, suicide prevention summit here, given by the local VA, and there was a really staggering statistic that uh, women veterans—it's up to 85 oh percent. It has risen. Yes, so there's a whole nother, um, you know, there's a whole nother um, target population. I've had one female uh, program so far, but honestly, it's really hard to. Um, find the females because my program starts with a one-week accelerator and a lot of them are single moms oh, and no, it's, just, hard, sure. it's just hard for them to, you know, to um, go away for seven uh, days. But I'm trying, you know, to work and approach that too because we need to do um, some, we need to have these programs for our females. Um, so our one year, so it's a one year program, the Phoenix is Rising. It starts what I call with an intensive accelerator. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of our um, approaches are holistic healing modalities. Um, that sort of foster resilience and also self-regulation and is, as I said, centered around community. Um, That's great. Yes. Um, so the idea is really in that week to instill hope and promote the self-regulation rather than also perpetuating a role as a victim or as a broken person, mm-hmm. which often, you know, veterans identity, often, sure. yes, feel, feel that identity. Um, so when you go, our our facility is really a very special facility. It's, it is an interface ashram, um, the Kashi Ashram in Sebastian, Florida. It's 88 acres that is on wow. the river and I take it over. There's nobody there but my, <laughs> my cohort and our staff. Stuff. So there's 16 of us there, and it's really, you know, it really gives them the message that um, that they're supported and welcome yes. because it's some deep and it's emotion. Safe. Yes, it it's safe. Yes, it's safe. Yes, it's very safe. And that's what they say. I mean, when they come in the first day, everybody wants the corner. You know, everybody sits there, <laughs> wants the corner. So they've, and you can see sort of the relaxation, um, you know, that starts happening and the trust also um, uh, that throughout the week, you can really see the change, you know, um, day by day when we're building our tribe and our community. Um, so also throughout our, uh, I have two veterans on staff. Um, actually, one has a really special story. He was in my very first mm. um trial veteran and he did he took us up on everything in the aftercare he came for oh, a really? half oh that's great he came for a half a year did more emdr with me he did the acupuncture he started meditating and so i asked him back as one of my staff members and he now also recently has become um, the program director in fort lauderdale for an inner face uh, inner oh, city, that's great. I mean, for an inner city children facility where he's doing wow. sort of the same work, but with youngsters. So yes, so he's done really, really well. Um, so two of the, both of my veterans, they also conduct every night, um, what we call a wisdom workshop mm-hmm. and they use a transition map made from a veteran for for veterans that actually leads to an action plan so oh, okay, we, good. yes so what we want to teach them throughout take some inventory and that's different for everyone because we have guys who are 28 and we have vietnam vets who are 72 so Explore mind, body, spirit, but also pers- purpose. Mm-hmm. What do you need to change? So my two veterans in their, in my staff veterans in their uh, wisdom workshop help, as I said, with a transition map, come with an action plan. The last night at the graduation, they have to present the action plan to us. Um, and then the follow-up, the one-year program, it's, you know, the aftercare mm-hmm. um, consists of also one of my veterans with pre-scheduled phone calls to check in um, and, and keep some accountability. 
strategy. What are you doing about your action plan? You know, wow. um, what's like, a follow what, through with that? Sure. Yes, and what have you? What if you haven't done this? What's the obstacle? How can we help? So it's sort of a coaching and staying with them together, but also that they know they have the cohort where they can always go back to. They have us as providers, um, but they have their own cohort. Um, you know where they can. Uh, th- there is, I mean, life bonds formed. You, well, you know, it's interesting with the cohort itself. I mean, you think about their their the troops when they have their own, well, I guess it's their own cohort, just like it would be in the military as well. You know, they have their, their team. And so that's really neat that you can recreate that from different types of people, but everybody has that linkage together. They've all been through war. They've all been through trauma and they can exactly. really find that connection. What a beautiful thing. What yeah. are, what's some of the criteria for these individuals to, to join this? Um, so we take any branch in any era. I know a lot of them are post 9-11, but we don't. I make a point actually to have almost at least two Vietnam vets there mm. because very little was done for sure. them. And when, what, we're, what we're privileged to hear the stories that happened in Vietnam, it's it's just amazing what these men have held in for so many years. Gosh, yeah, so any branch, any era, um, we do have some exclusions. It can't be an active substance abuse. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not a detox facility. Mm-hmm. Um, recent suicidality. So we don't care if you've had suicide ideations or attempt, but not within the last six months. Sure. You know, again, this is a program that stirs up some deep emotions, and there's some deep work being done here. And uh, basically, I mean, those are really um, uh, the two big uh, exclusions. Also, our retreat facility is meat-free. They have delicious net vegetarian food. And I always say this to the <laughs> participants. For some, um, you know, it's it's an out, so no meat, um, no alcohol, obviously, uh-huh, during sure. the week. That's also an out for some. And no guns, um, because I've had the experience that somebody brought a gun, which I was oh, surprised. Goodness. Yes, around. especially <laughs> yeah. if there's that much trauma and people are experiencing that. You definitely want to incorporate something yeah. that could potentially be harmful. Now, yeah. I know it's obviously it's located in Sebastian, Florida. Do the people yes. have to be residents of Florida? We have taken, I have taken in my first, I've taken two from Colorado because they were so wanting to come. And I, you know, the idea is also that we want to have impact in Florida, you know, mm-hmm. especially if you also think I'm a nonprofit, you know, donors want to see the, the, the impact sure. around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have a lot of veterans here. So I've always said, you know, I'm not paying for the flight because we have, and these two out of Colorado were like, no, we pay, we want to come. So I've taken in my first trials two out of Colorado, but now I have so many coming here from sure. Florida. Because my um, I've built up my relationship with the um, Miami and West Palm Beach VA, oh, and wonderful. there's a lot of yes referrals coming from there. Oh, that's great! That's really wonderful. Yeah, I mean, because we definitely want to work. Because since I'm also located in Palm Beach as well, yeah. definitely want to help our local community. So that that yeah. is that is really good. Oh, and basically, my from each program, in each cohort, my um, graduates are my best ambassadors because they tell. Oh, sure. Uh, they tell their fathers, their brothers, their you know, and and so it's been a really good network with that. Can you give us one of the stories, uh, one of your success stories? Oh, yeah, I can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So um, my first client, actually, um, the Marine Sniper. So I took him, you know, to um, my first uh, sort of trial program. And, um, you know, I said to him, you can drink there, you know, fine. And he after the retreat, he felt all good. And wow, this is great. And and he, you know, lift the structure. He went to AA, enrolled. And um, he lasted a couple of months and then he went back and I actually had another program coming up and the night before somebody dropped out and I said, hey, do you want to come again? Mm. Because, you know, I need I wanted to go with sure. A and he needed it. So he came again and he lasted longer. And then last 
uh, a week before Memorial Day weekend, he went what I call ghost on me. So he mm. came this whole time, came, you know, when, and he um, went ghost on me and he texted me and said, please put me in a rehab or I will be dead by tomorrow. Oh, so I knew he was drinking. So I jumped into action and a friend of uh, him and I um, found a rehab for him. He went in there and um, he has been sober since. Oh, that's but, wonderful. Well, no, no, yeah, but this is not the best part okay. of the story. So in this whole time, he still, you know, he kept applying back, applying back because he says, I have a spine like an 80-year-old. In the meantime, the Marine Corps said, okay, so this did happen to us. But the VA was still not acknowledging how bad of a shape he was in. Mm. So he was still living of very little money. And I thought that, you know, th that whole, um, there was just a connection with him not being able to stay sober. So I said, okay, so you have the tools. Let's really work on this. Let's fill this out one more time and bring it back to your VA worker, you know, your uh, your application for being rated 100% PTSD. So we did, we filled it out, and that was last November. And he came back in January, and he was grinning. He came to my office, and he said, you know, Sylvia, I got the rating. of They finally oh, wow. acknowledged. And he oh, said, that's wonderful. Um, so which meant which meant to him, you know, that he was having a much, much higher, you know, uh, compensation now from the VA. And he says, you know, I went in my bank account and he said, I thought, um, I was hoping that they will go back the two months that when we applied. Not only did they do that, they wrote him a letter of apology, how they could have missed that. And they put over $55,000. Oh, my back. gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. From, from all the years, from the last two, three years back where he applied. So, I, I mean, we cried, you know. And yes, I was of course. Like, yeah, so it was, and now he's actually, I've, I, you know, he's, um, I've been a liaison, um, which I sometimes am from some of my graduates to work, um, uh, you know, to get to get sort of positions in, in some companies. And he's just so uh, wonderfully positive about his sobriety, his meaning, and, um, and he's flourishing again. So this is like real really one of my big success stories. Wow. That took, it took a couple of tries, but I don't sort of, I don't stop. You yes, know? the tenacity is so important. That's, that's yeah. awesome. what a beautiful story. I mean, I, I know that I get a little choked up hearing that myself. So that's absolutely wonderful. So Sylvia Bishop, if my listeners would like to find out more information about you and about this amazing organization, Phoenix is Rising, where would they find this information online? Um, we have a website, phoenixisrising.org. Um, and that's where you can find everything. Wonderful. So if, they, if any of my listeners would like to contribute to Phoenix's Rising, definitely reach out to Sylvia Bischoff. Sylvia, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate your time and all the amazing work that you're doing. Thank you so much for having me. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.